I was born on the island of Oahu. I lived there until I was 18. I went to a school called Punahou. It's actually the same school as Obama. I was a competitive outrigger canoe paddler. I went to school at UC Santa Barbara and spent a year there at the University of Madrid. Also spent a year in DC as an intern right after the Monica Lewinsky scandal. I went to law school at UCLA briefly and then sort of realized didn't want to be a lawyer, wanted to do something creative, and so fell very much backwards into advertising. Started as an administrative assistant in the promotions department of Saatchi and Saatchi, and then worked at Saatchi at Shiat Day before it was called Mal on Apple, and then Goodby Silverstein and Partners, Saatchi Paris, and then landed at Venables Bell and Partners about 12 years ago. I live in Marin with my husband, two kids, dog, cat, and hamster. I'm a huge klutz. If there's something to fall into or something to break, I'll definitely find it. I'm Kate Jeffers. I'm partner and owner of Venables Bell & Partners and currently the managing director of the agency. Celebrating the work, lives, and achievements of women in Western North America, The Drum presents Exceptional Women Out West, hosted by The Drum North America Editor-at-Large, Doug Zanger. All right, let's get to three questions here. When are you at your very best and why is that? I think I'm definitely at my best when we're all clear on the end goal, what we're trying to achieve. And I have a lot of flexibility in terms of how we get there. I think it's super exciting to sort of have to figure out a new way at something, a new way to solve something. And I think it's really important in the industry today to do that. I think agencies that are competitive are going to have to kind of consistently rethink the model and everything from the client agency relationship to new business, to compensation, to the way we get to ideas, the way we manage culture, the way we manage people. I think it has to be rethought. And I, I find that all really kind of exciting. It's exciting, but how do you break out of the old model? Because this is an industry that is set averse to change, yeah. even though we sit here and talk about it a lot. I think I'm very fortunate. We're an independent. And so I think we don't have to kind of break the lumbering machine or call New York or Paris or ask for permission. But I think it's sort of an obligation of any agency to really look at the end result you're trying to achieve. And before you just complacently set into the current way that you usually get there, you have to kind of step back and think, what's the better way at this? Is there a different skill set we can employ? Is there a different way of working? I think it's the questions that you're asking along the way that are really, really important and to sort of force that into the process. What's there no substitute for? In my opinion, I think it's perspective. I think when I think about the leaders that I admire, they are smart and they're creative, but they have perspective and, and this sort of emotional intelligence. So I'm a big believer in diverse experiences. I think, you know, you should do things that scare you and put yourself out there. And I think all of the things that come from that, you know, sort of the humility and the courage and the compassion is all part of the perspective that make you good at any job. But especially we are in such a human business that I think bringing perspective and, and empathy is really, really important. Who are some of your favorite leaders? I sometimes try not to just have marketing leaders. <laughs> but um, wise. Yeah. Not, not for any reason other than, you know, I think the world is sometimes bigger than the world of marketing. If you could give yourself advice on your first day of work ever, knowing what you know now, what would it be? My background is account management, and I think that account people can be wired when they're starting out, or at least I certainly was, to kind of put your head down and try to check the boxes. And I would definitely want to tell myself to kind of slow down and step back and 
look at opportunities as ways to kind of listen and learn Mm -hmm. because I think it's about getting to the right output, not just getting the job done. And I think account people can sometimes just be in the get to the end versus get to the right result. So that would be my advice to my much, much younger self. Well, this thing isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. Totally. And how do you advise anybody, I mean, account people or otherwise on just, hey, slow your roll a little bit. Totally. I, I mean, to me, I think because we live in such a creative environment where it's really a human business, to me, learning to, to live and lead with empathy. And I think that is recognizing the different styles that people have that you work with and the, the way people like to be motivated, the way they like to be talked to. So my best advice to people is like, take the time to understand who you're working with and what motivates them and how do you get to the best outcome versus just getting through your day. I think it's super important and it's something I would have loved to have learned maybe a little sooner. Let's go to the must list. What is a must do? To me, a must do, and I do tell people this, is to live in another country, especially Mm -hmm. if you can, a non-English speaking country. Mm -hmm. I went to college for a year at the University of Madrid and everything was in Spanish, my classes and my exams. And then I worked in Paris where no one wanted to speak English. No, they don't. Um, And, you know, it was so challenging, but I honestly think so rewarding and probably an accelerator to my growth as a person. What's interesting is sometimes you'll go to to places like Spain or France and you're right, they won't necessarily speak English or the other side of it was they'll just start forcing English on you. Right, exactly. They're Um, like, you can't even try. No, I know. And that's, yeah, but you kind of got to power through that, right? Yeah. I mean, I think to me, it's putting yourself in the ultimate uncomfortable situation and you're carrying this sort of underlying stress of understanding and being understood. But I think that's really good. Again, valuable perspective. Should people do it younger? Or it kind of is irrelevant when you go. I think you should just do it. I think for me, at least, it was one of the most uncomfortable things I've done. Right. And I think, again, just do things that that scare you. I think it's really, really important. And I think there's stuff you just can't learn at school or learn on the job in advertising that, that make you better at it ultimately. Well, okay, so that's like a must do and a must experience rolled into one. So we can like tick both of those off. Yep. Well done. Very efficient. Thank you. Very efficient. Thank you. What is a must read? You know, I'm a believer in reading everything, sort of unabashedly reading pulpy, silly stuff and reading stuff that's good for you, that's in my book club list. And I think you have to read opinions by people you agree with and people you don't agree with. I think, Mm -hmm. again, the world isn't flat. And I think you Mm kind of have to remember that there's so many differing perspectives that are out there that are interesting and worth reading about whether or not you agree. What's something recently you've read that blew you away? So I am a big John Krakauer fan and I just did. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yep. And I just went through Utah. I did a road trip with my family mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago and I read Under the Banner of Heaven, which is this, um, he sort of does this really interesting overview of the roots of Mormon faith and then Mormon extremism and it was mm-hmm. pretty fascinating. It's not light reading. No. But I, I just, I think the way he digs in is really, really cool. It is fascinating. Yeah. What's a must learn? You know, I think that people have to learn that you're always learning. I think it can happen too in this business where you think you've cracked it, you think you've learned and there's nothing else to, to learn from. And the older I am, the more I know how little I know. It is interesting, right? That you can say that we still have a lot to learn, but there's a lot of people that, it's just kind of words, right? Totally. How do you, how do you put that in practice? 
again, I don't know if it's, you know, as a leader, I think it's maybe the humility that you can bring into the situations you're in. You know, I think pretending like you know the answer or being unable to make yourself vulnerable or to say, wow, I tried that and that was totally wrong. I'm going to try something else. I think when you bring that to people, it makes people realize that there's strength in not knowing the answer and there's strength in asking questions and learning from the people around you. What's a question you've never been asked before that you would love someone to ask you? What's the responsibility of marketing? I think we, we can be a very intrinsic bubble industry and obviously we're in it for commercial reasons. We're a business and we're, we're doing the right thing by our clients and marketing is driving their business objectives. But I also think there's a bigger conversation to have around people that understand consumer empathy and understanding and people who understand how to leverage creativity to break through in the world we live in today. What's the responsibility that we all have to leverage right. that skill set for the right reasons? I think it's interesting. This is this is probably the shaking out period, right? Where some brands and agencies are doing it well, some are not. Yep. And there's some are in between. But it, it seems as though this is becoming the, yes, we're in the business to sell stuff, but there's a better way to do it. I totally agree. And it yeah. feels like, I don't know, it's probably going to take a while. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to take a while because you don't turn a large boat that quickly. Yeah. But what are you seeing as glimmers of hope? Well, you know, it's something we talk a lot about internally, and, and I really am trying to focus on from an operational perspective, is so much of, I think, the barrier to changing that mm-hmm. is the way agencies are structured and resourced. And you need to put your capacity against paying client needs. That's the right thing to do. But how do you create not only physical, but I think mental and emotional capacity for people to want to do additional things with that skill set? So it's something we talk a lot about, like sort of teeing up those opportunities. We're, we're really trying to create a two-way communication with people about things they're passionate about. So it's not the agency pushing a pro bono client out, but trying to understand if there's something you're passionate about, let us all come together and kind of resource that in a way that can do something. And again, we're, we're baby steps, but I think it's a mindset shift. Every show we give our guests a chance to say whatever's on their mind. So without further ado, the floor is yours. I do get asked if I have a motto and I, I don't know that I have a motto per se, but something that I really believe in and something I was taught growing up, something I really spend time with my kids on and something Paul Venables and I are, are very much aligned on is just this idea that you should leave people better than you found them. Here's where I compliment you. Every guest, yeah, we do a little bit of digging, right? One thing that I really appreciate out of the million of things that I appreciate uh, about you is the independent thing. I love the fact that you are just like so like I mean this in the nicest possible way, foaming at the mouth, independent. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's really, it's a, it's a big deal to you. And I can tell that you genuinely care about it in the way that you don't just talk about it. Right. You, you talk about, you you talk about it, but you're also articulating it in a way that's just different. It's just so nice to see, but that does. And here's what the irony of it, right? You started in bigger companies and you kind of worked your way through. And there's nothing wrong with bigger companies if that's your thing, yeah. right? But for certain people, independence is a big deal. And I yeah. think that you learn that. And the other side of that, too, is like myself. You know, I did midnight to 6 a.m. on the weekends on the radio. You did the agency equivalent of that. 
starting, <laughs> starting to, but you know, you really, you learned along the way and then you just realize, boom, independence where I need to be. Yeah. And you've been here for a long time and I that have. independence is a big deal. Big deal. So that's why I compliment you that's because awesome. you. you just, you live and breathe the independence thing. Is that accurate? It is. It's to me, it kind of, and again, I'm, I'm for sure a Kool-Aid drinker, but to me <laughs> it's, um, it's kind of everything because again, everything's changing. I mean, when I think about when I came to VBMP, let alone when I started in this industry, but I came to VBMP 12 years ago, our charter client was the precursor to TiVo. So it was a world with oh, wow. no social media, right. you know, with no on-demand. You could very days. much do, yeah. yeah. Like you did the matching luggage campaign and you kind of, people <laughs> absorbed it the way you wanted them to in a really right. linear fashion. And you just think about the change that we're up against. And I can't imagine how difficult it is for agencies to pivot the way they need to and for them to do the right thing, like I'm sure they want to, when they're beholden to a holding company or when they're held back or when they have existing capabilities that they have to market because they need to make those, you know, deliver the ROI. So to me, independence makes, I think, what everyone wants. I, I, I really believe everyone wants change and everyone wants marketing to work the way it should work, but I think independence really unleashes you. Much like the must list, we like to wrap up the show with one piece of advice. So without further ado, what is your final word? I think remembering that positivity is a, is a huge weapon when you work in, especially when you work in a really human business. And there is no reason to me to have any interaction not be given through the lens of positivity, no matter what the content is. I think, I think that it's hard enough that, you know, making sure that you are a positive leader and that you are delivering information and setting up a culture that's positive, I think is, is a obligation to me. Appreciate you taking the time. And as a longtime Audi driver, <laughs> sorry, I had to throw that in awesome. there. Thank you for all the great work you no, do thank for you. Really my appreciate loyal it. brand. Kate, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for hosting us down here in San Francisco. My pleasure. Thank you.